everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part episode on ethical culture. This five-part podcast is sponsored by Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on managers ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 700 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit our podcast series sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Over this five-part podcast series, we will look at what is an ethical culture and why does it matter, what are some of the factors that influence the culture of an organization, what is the role of the chief compliance officer in strengthening the ethical culture of an organization, how a company can assess its culture, and finally, reviews of ethical culture as part of an organizational ethics and compliance assessment. I'm joined by Vincent DeCiani, the founder and CEO of Affiliated Monitors, and Eric Feldman, the Senior Vice President at Affiliated Monitors. I know you will enjoy this five-part series and you will get quite a lot out of it. This is Tom Fox. This special five-part series on ethical culture is a special series of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you back for episode five in my five-part exploration of ethical cultures. Today, I have back with me Vin DeCiani uh, from Affiliated Monitors, and we're going to conclude this five-part exploration by taking a look at some of Affiliated Monitors' reviews of an ethical culture as a part of an organizational ethical and compliance assessment. So with that uh, somewhat tongue-tied, and twisted introduction, Vin. Uh, thank you, and take, thank you, and welcome uh, back to the podcast. Thanks, Tom. So, Vin, let's just uh, hop right into it, and let me ask you: What areas, areas, or indicators does affiliated monitors assess around an ethical culture? So, uh, you know, it's 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 a very interesting um, sort of profession to be in, right? To being an, an outsider going into a an established organization to look at their culture, right? Um, and so you have to have sort of a framework for what you're looking at, uh, and oftentimes that involves. You know, starting with the program itself. What does the compliance program look like? And does it meet the sort of the foundational tenets of a good program? Is it educational? You know, is it, uh, does it have a process for detection? And is there some type of remediation when something is found? So you're looking at that, you know, structure, but then diving in to see not only you know, what the program looks like, but then looking at what they're doing for training to educate their staff. Um, you know, are they really touching on the elements of uh, the parts of education that the staff, it's meaningful to them in their positions. So you're looking at that by talking to the people, um, you know, in the, in the field, you know, you, you, you received ethics, ethics training and, you know, you are a, you know, a linesman, you know, on a, on a project. Um, and so you're getting ethics training on 
antitrust, you know, and that kind of stuff. And so it's not necessarily meaningful to those people as to what and how compliance applies to them. But we're looking at that in depth. The detection pieces, you know, hotlines and communications, you know, are people comfortable using a hotline? You know, that's an important element of an assessment, all of those kinds of things. And then the last one, and I think this one is the one that's the most important, you know, when we talk about uh, culture and, you know, the effectiveness of compliance program and that kind of thing, and that is accountability and enforcement. You know, so some companies have very strict, you know, um, disciplinary processes um, for dealing with ethics violations. And then you find out, and this is, again, sometimes through the third parties efforts, they're meaningless, that there is no, you know, effective disciplinary process, or it's not fair, it's not objective, it's not balanced. It's, it's a, you know, it's a, um, a program that doesn't necessarily fulfill its obligations. So when you're looking at culture, you're looking at those sort of foundational elements. And then as we've talked about, you're looking at all of the other sort of holistic pieces around an ethical culture, you know, the recruiting process the um the performance metrics the communications process you know internal controls and those kinds of things we do that that's what an assessment by an independent is looking at so i hope that helps eric you uh excuse me vin you have now said in a couple of different podcasts something very similar which i've written down as is there institutional fairness You have commented several times about the importance of people being treated fairly. You've talked about uh, fairness in, obviously, discipline, but also in promotions, in compensation, in those that that may be in an inside group as opposed to an outside group. Who gets to even talk to senior management? Um, That that seems to be a theme that uh, you feel is extremely important. I do. And, and I, I, again, if you're talking about culture, you're talking about people, right? And people and how they perceive things and how they perceive their role and how they perceive people above them. And again, above them being the senior leaders, you know, and are the senior leaders being fair? Or is this, is there a perception of, you know, if you're on the inside, you do well. And if you're not on the inside, then you don't do well. I think that's a, that's a that's sort of a foundational element of a strong culture, and that is how do you treat your people and how do they see themselves within this organizational structure? So, you know, it's a theme that, you know, when you're talking to people in focus groups and in interviews, that's one of the things that is very important to them, you know, um, this perception of fairness and objectivity and transparency. Um, so this really comes from the vantage point of those people who work, you know, on the line, on the, in the geographies, you know, outside of headquarters. And even at headquarters, you know, if you're not necessarily in a management position. But, Tom, I think it's, it's an elemental consideration that everyone has to have, um, you know, in looking at an ethical culture. Then over the past uh, two or three months, we've heard talks from the number two, the deputy attorney general at the Department of Justice and the head of the SEC about the importance of corporate culture. Uh, But I I wanted to use that as an introduction to ask you, do you see equally important the ability or the need rather for corporations to assess their culture so that they can, uh, you know, try to remediate it or fix it if needed? Yeah, I think it's absolutely, Um, you know, too many times companies put in, you know, these gold plated um, ethics and compliance programs 
and then they roll them into the DOJ or to the SEC and say, oh, look, we have this great program. And then, you know, you, you find out that it, it's just a paper program. How, looking at how to make that program real and how to make it impactful, I call it, how do you get staff invested in that program? You know, and you do it, you know, through all of the kinds of things that we've been talking about, education, detection, those kinds of things, and remediation. Um, and, uh, you know, that type of assessment, um, as we've talked about previously, sometimes is very difficult for a company to do itself. You know, that, that sometimes there's a sort of a false facade that they find, you know, within this culture. And it's not necessarily, you know, a lot of depth or they go into a survey and or, you know, whatever they're trying to do to assess with, um, you know, sort of a, 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 an expectation um, of what their finding is going to be before they actually do the survey. As an independent, you're getting an, un, you know, an unvarnished and an objective review of what the company's, you know, program and culture looks like. And that's, that's huge. But then an important element of that is bringing that up to senior leadership, you know, because sometimes it's an eye opener for senior leadership to hear from an independent what's really going on, you know, within the organization. So um, I, I think I've answered your question. Yeah. So uh, let me just uh, use that really as a basis to ask what kinds of recommendations does affiliate monitors bring to the table to help a company strengthen, fix, remediate, or even uh, improve a ethical culture? Right. So, you know, you've heard me talk about this, but a lot of times they're people issues and they're not, you know, these neon signs or these flashy policies and processes that companies will put in place, you know, employee of the month or, you know, something that um, is very flashy, but only lasts for 10 minutes. You know, if you're going to make cultural change, um, you have to do it in a way that um, is effective, that really touches people. And it's not just the flavor of the month kind of thing. So a lot of times the recommendations we make are not necessarily you need to create a new policy or you need to buy, you know, a new piece of equipment. They're much more, you know, learn about your people, you know, learn about what's important to them. Get them involved in the compliance and ethics culture. Have them speak up, you know, at a, at a meeting by them, to, you know, leading a discussion on an ethical moment. Have them participate in a, in the creation of a policy or the training that's going on. You're, 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 you're spreading the word and you're bringing more people involved, you know, getting more people involved in that culture. Um, it, it can't be just a push down, you know, to people. It has to be a part of their, um, their everyday existence. That's you know one of the recommendations that we would make typically. I mean, there's many more, but that's one. I think the other one that that uh, you know I, I I can't you know emphasize this enough is accountability. You know, if there are violations, if there are serious violations of an ethics uh, policy of the company, be it a you know conflicts of interest or code of conduct, and nothing is done about it, everybody knows about that, right? And so it diminishes. All of the efforts that have gone into creating this, you know, this program and, you know, trying to have an ethical culture and then you don't do anything to enforce it when something serious happens, it, it's, it's, a, it's a futile exercise. Well, Ben, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I've been visiting today with Ben DeCiani, 
and we've been taking a look at uh, affiliated monitor reviews of an ethical culture as part of an organizational and ethical and cultural assessment. Uh, this concludes our five-part series, but frankly, I cannot wait to uh, explore some of these topics in much greater detail, so I look forward to continuing the conversation, Ben. Thank you, Tom. I, I agree. It's a very uh, fertile area. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode in my five-part exploration of ethical culture with Ben DeCiani and Eric Feldman from Affiliated Monitors, who is the sponsor of this series. I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. This special five-part series on ethical culture is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.